0: Good morning, Good morning. I'd like to talk to you about hope today, this kind of hope. Always be ready to make your defense to anyone who demands from you an accounting for the hope that is in you. Now the gospel that we've just read probably sounded a little off, because it is. It is the gospel from the Last Supper in John, the gospel of love. As you heard, if you love me, you will keep my commandments, Jesus says. The commandment of Jesus is to love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than to lay down his life for his friends. Jesus calls us friends. I invite you today to hear this reading in the context in which it is offered. Jesus is not on the top of a mountain or standing in a boat in the Sea of Galilee, projecting his voice or shouting to a great multitude. He sits today with his disciples at a meal for the very last time. Judas will speak next in the following verses, if you're following along in John. Philip and Thomas have asked him to please be more clear. What do you mean, they're asking. The, urgent of the, moment, the urgency of the moment is heavy in the air. The sadness of being in Jerusalem where Jesus is known and wanted. Violence is coming and they are so small. How can they stand? These are his words of comfort, his name for the spirit of Pentecost, the advocate, it says, like a lawyer one to stand up for you in the courts of judgment. The advocate will come to you, he says to them, as they are probably wondering how they will defend him or how he will defend himself if he is arrested. This arrest has hung over him his entire life. Herod sought his life in those first years, and here it will end with another Herod and Pilate why have we turned backwards in the Bible on this sixth Sunday after Easter? To hear Jesus' promise that we followers of Jesus, like his very children, will not be left as orphans, he says so peculiarly. Orphans, he says, is what it will feel like without him. But we will be not, not be left as orphans, but will have an advocate. It's an interesting idea for an orphan to have a lawyer, but there we are. And this is the story of the beginning of the church, the community of us that have followed Jesus in every generation since that time, guided by the Spirit and these words to learn to love one another as he has taught us so that we might lay down what we thought were our lives for one another. Now these are just enormous ideas, like Paul speaking to the Athenians today about the unknown God, naming the unnameable God, the one in whom he writes the poets, right? The Greek poets, not the Christian poets, in whom we live and move and have our being. How exquisite is that? Mm -hmm. So I have two small things to say today, just two small things to consider in light of these enormous ideas. The closeness and smallness, the comfort of the confusing conversation Jesus is having with his disciples around a table, the importance of paying attention and staying present to the particular, what might seem like the distractions of your life in the world, the small things. When you stay there, you are not missing the point. You might just be inviting the Spirit to awaken in you a deep knowing so consider waiting there and on this mother's day which is filled with simple joy for many in complication for many as well we see you all you who dread this day we love you as you deserve to be loved and you desire to love and i want to say just one thing about mother's day and where it comes from in this country the economist amartya san writes that it's not enough to give people hope in a grand vision that will save them, like the kingdom of God or heaven or utopia, an ideal state of things that they will never see, people need to know what to do with the choices they have in front of them right now, how to act. That is what hope is, the small and the day-to-day. We need to know not just that there are some good stories in this great book, that God's promises have been passed down through generations, that we are people of hope, we actually need to learn to love one another right now. These are the small acts that will unleash hope in us. Mm -hmm. So we sit with people when they are not well. We stay when our friends are afraid. We touch a hand. We whisper a prayer. We sing a song. We share a meal. We call. We text. We show up. We sit in the grass, we remember, we remake, we get the wheelchair and take the patient to the festival. We choose to live together when all of the forces of this time would tell us to hide. That impulse in you is of God. It is an unleashing of hope, maybe inarticulate, maybe just the action, but it is hope. It is the spirit alive in you. Jesus' promise to his disciples is that someone who knows how things work is coming, and you will not be left alone. I know for me, that's when I call my mom, when I don't know how things are gonna work, when I don't know what to do next, and I'm so fortunate to be 50, still get to call my mom, right? I might not always agree, and probably rarely do what she suggests, (laughs) but I do wonder what she will say, right? which means I open up my fears to someone else. I feel safe there, I hope. Mother's Day has such an interesting history in this country. In the church in England, Mothering Sunday has to do with either going back to the Mother Church, which is your home parish, or for working children, factory or farm labor, children returning to their parents' home on Mothering Sunday a very sad commentary on working life, but a note that even working children have mothers, right? Bizarrely mirrored today in children at work in factories and fields we are learning in this nation right now, legally, horribly. And Mother's Day has always been like that, not simply a sappy sweet, and I really like sappy sweet, so no critique from me there, but not simply a sappy sweet honoring of our own mothers or of our own motherhood, and I hope you have a great brunch if you get to go. But Mother's Day has always been appointing to mothers and children, and what we would care about in the world if we were all mothers to all children. On June 2nd, 1872, Julia Ward Howe organized the first Mother's Day in this country in New York City. It was a brand new idea, and she did so for the next decade of her life, inviting mothers to work for peace for one day of the year. She organized this in response to the carnage of war in her lifetime, particularly the Civil War, and the futility of men simply dying from disease, from lack of hygiene in camps. We could use this same energy for death from guns. I know many of you were at the Mothers Against Gun Violence um, event in Piedmont Park yesterday. Like Mothers Against Drunk Driving in my teenage years, a movement of mothers, not because we as a nation care more what mothers think, though we should, clearly we don't, but as an attempt to break through the noise of the standstill of our politics, not above or around, but straight through, a way that regardless of your gender, whether you have a mother, or a mother or not, we ask to be seen as people who make and support life together, to see every victim and every perpetrator as a beloved child of some mother We invite our humanity into our politics. And always as a plea for an end to war and violence is the tools we use to deal with political conflict. This is one of the ways we love one another as God has loved us to protect as well as we can in all the ways we can, everyone. But it starts very small in the reality of the moment that we are in right now. Jesus sits today with his friends around a table and tells them he is leaving them. And without him, they will feel as though they have lost all of their parents. That is how he felt about them, about you, as protecting, nurturing, emotionally caught up in all of your decisions, noticing the way you do that thing, just like your mother or father or uncle or aunt, birth or adoptive, parent or guardian, however your perfect family is organized. And in that closeness, Jesus says, I will never leave you alone. Among his final promises, I will be with you always. You will have an advocate. So please let us be known for our love for one another in all the ways that we can. A small thing that we do together to unleash the hope that is in us.